Good morning, good morning. I'm here again to talk with you about the scripture in Matthew 18, 15. And hopefully we can come to some agreement on its interpretation. Because lately I've been hearing people talk about what is right, what is written in the Bible is right. And there can be no error in the Bible. And I have to see things a certain way. I have to do things a certain way. Uh, and... It's because the Bible says to do things a certain way, especially when it comes to conflict resolution. Heavenly Father, as I come to you tonight with my open mind and my open heart, I pray for your guidance as I move through this important scripture which tells us how to deal with conflict. Help me, O God, and Allow me to move myself out of the way and hear what you are saying. Amen. So, the scripture in Matthew 18, 15 reads as this. Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, Go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained a brother. And I'm going to go now to uh, Ezekiel 33. And it says, the word of the Lord came to me son of man speak to your people and tell them suppose I bring the sword against the land and the people of that land select a man from among them appointing him as their watchman and he sees the sword coming against the land and blows his trumpet to warn the people if anyone hears the sound of the trumpet but ignores the warning the sword comes and takes him away the blood will be on his own head since he heard the sound of the trumpet but ignored the warning. And so often we have people in our churches who believe they are watchmen. Or we have people who feel that they are responsible to sound the alarm. Even if you don't want the alarm sound it. And they feel like they must warn people um, to address certain subjects. They must get someone to repent. And so they deem persons righteous or wicked. And uh, so how do we resolve conflict? 
yeah, we, we have these people who are saying that this is the process and this is the way this should go. And we cannot deviate from that. How do we proceed? And my own personal viewpoint is this. We cannot always look at the Bible for the process. We can't always say this is the way you must handle this. You must go to that person and tell them um, this is what you did to me and you must repent. You must apologize to me. And if the person doesn't apologize, then you go and get someone else and that person is your witness that you are trying to get the other person to repent. That other person is a witness for you. Trying to keep things honest. And if no one listens, then you go before the church. And you have to start all over and ask this person to repent and tell them about God's forgiveness. But sometimes I think you, 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 you might try another way of doing it. I think if you just pray about the situation, it should go away. But if after the prayer, you believe it's resolved and the other person continues to persecute you, then someone has not really been honest. Someone has not been forgiving. Someone has ignored the warning from the watchman because they continue to hurt you even though they say it to you earlier that uh, everything's fine and then you find out there still is a conflict what do you do? Because now they're shaming you and uh, uh, you're hurt because you feel like you thought that the situation was taken care of. So, to me, that means that someone has not been truthful. Even though they said I will no longer trespass against you. And they have heard you express what you thought was a fault between you and them. And they continue to do 
what it was that you initially complained about. The situation has not been bound, meaning that if they earnestly prayed and the two of you agreed that nothing more would happen or no one would trespass against you again because you're now brothers or sisters the word has not been established and the situation has not been bound or agreed upon even though you prayed but the Bible says, Verily I say unto you, Whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say unto you that if the two of you agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them by thy Father, which is in heaven. So what happens here? After you forgave them, after you prayed, and this thing comes up again. It has been loosed again. The watchman has sounded the alarm. So is the blood on the head of the person who brought it up again? Will the watchman be held accountable? And who's responsible? So we have to say that the process that is laid down in Matthew 18:15 has not worked. Even though they hurt you and they have said they won't do it again and we prayed and the situation has been bound in heaven and earth why is it coming up again if the prayer went up so the next scripture that I need to talk about is going to be found in uh, let's go to Jeremiah 6 I'm trying to get this right because I do not want to be going over this Jeremiah 6 over and over and over because the situation is bound, the situation should be bound. It should not continually come up. And if we allow God to work things out for us instead of running back and forth to people and standing before the church, for the church, uh.
I'm sorry, it's Jeremiah 7. False trust. This is a word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Stand at the gate of the house of the Lord, and there call out this word. Hear the word of the Lord, all you people of Judah who enter through these gates to worship the Lord. This is what the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, says. Correct your ways and your deeds, and I will allow you to live in this place. Do not trust deceitful words, chanting, This is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. Instead, if you really change your ways and your actions, if you act justly toward one another, if you no longer oppress the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow, and no longer shed innocent blood in the place of follower of the gods, bring harm to yourselves, I will allow you to live in this place. So, Jeremiah in this instance was an assayer among the people and an assayer uh, who tested the quality of the people. So some of these people were stubborn and they spread it slander. And so Jeremiah's role, instead of watchman, was that of a sail, which was, of course, pretty much the same as the watchman that Ezekiel talks about. So we have these problems. We have conflict in church. We have conflict in our communities. We have conflict in our families, in the family of God. And when someone's feelings are hurt and you neglect to hear them, if they come to you and they say, my feelings are hurt or I feel like you have trespassed against me and you pray quickly and you don't hear out the situation To me, that's avoidance. But I believe that you should hear and you should also apologize. And I believe that you should ask our Father in Heaven to bind the situation, to allow us to agree on the situation. Hear me out and then pray without dismissing me and then say Lord we give it to you and um, we agree that it is resolved and then there's the process of forgiveness and how many times uh, do you forgive as many times as is necessary as I said in the beginning We don't have to go through all of that. Even though I've been told it's a process and need to follow that process. In this day and time, a lot of people don't feel like you should approach them and you don't feel like you have the right to approach them. And even the Bible says, um, 
believe it was in the book of Timothy. Uh, the Timothy 4. That the per- the the person that you should go through go to especially in a situation when it is a pastor that you feel offended you is the head pastor or the head elder and you tell that person because you really don't have the authority to approach a pastor who is over you Uh, that's something that should be handled by uh, the head official and that is the pastor of the church so you know instead of going through all that and going through all those uh, embarrassing steps and trying to tell someone in authority what uh, has happened to you I think that prayer is the answer and just waiting it out. Especially if you try to talk about it. I don't believe it's necessary to go back and try to talk to someone again. Or to take it before the church. I think we just leave things alone and let God have his way. And all things do work together for the good of those who love the Lord. Because we don't want a lot of... um, disturbances we don't want to be viewed as toxic people and those who tell you to do that are toxic themselves we have to avoid toxic people who give you so much advice that you're uh, overwhelmed by it just leave that situation alone and allow God to have his way. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Even though I struggle through this, these scriptures, because the situation is somewhat devastating, the disbelief of it all. But it did happen. And so I pray that you would give me the spirit of forgiveness. And I pray that you would allow me to heal from it and to make me whole in the situation where I feel that I have been broken. I pray that you would help to heal the pain that I feel. I pray that you would somehow allow me to see that you are there for me. I pray that you would allow me to see that you love me. And if I did what you told me to do, then your plan is at work in my life. Amen.